Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Meyer, a doctor of physical therapy committed to helping people live healthfully, joyfully, and push past even their own expectations for their life. Friends, I'm really excited to bring you this next interview with a truly incredible and strong woman. She's going to tell you about her battle with cancer and the fact that she believes we all have a warrior within. And when we're faced with a battle, we can access that strength and that grit that we need. She also tells us that bravery is a choice and we have to choose to show up even when it's uncomfortable. I know you'll enjoy. Here's the interview. It is my pleasure today to have Cora Fahi on the podcast. She is actually originally from Galway, Ireland, um, and she is a physical therapist assistant. So we relate on that as I'm a physical therapist. So she's been in the healthcare field for many years. And um, in terms of uh, activity outside of that, she shared that she really loves stand-up paddleboarding, and she's done a lot of charity bike rides as well. Um, and she's going to tell you more about that and why. Um, but welcome, Cora. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you, Gina. It's so really great to be here. Yes. Thank you very much for asking me. Yes, my pleasure. Um, yes, yeah, so I am super pumped to get started. And before we do that, if you would just give the listeners a little background on you, Cora, that would be great. Sure, love. Uh, again, Cora Fahey, originally from Galway, Ireland, which is on the west coast of Ireland. Um, I moved to the United States in 1989 when I was 21 and have been here ever since. Um, and I'm fortunate enough to live in the state of Maine, where um, Acadia National Park is practically in my backyard. So I'm very lucky. Um, so outdoor activities, um, I love like hiking, biking, stand up paddleboarding, like you mentioned, um, running. So I'm really fortunate to have that so close to me, the Acadia National Park. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm also a baby sister to two older brothers, and I'm an aunt to numerous nieces and nephews. Um, so, and I, like you mentioned, I became a PTA um, and have worked in this wonderful profession for the past 13 years, actually. Um, and I've wanted to do this since I was 15. So I kind of took the long way around. I went back to school when I was 35. Um, so, uh, but all of the stuff that I did previous to this um, have all been in the healthcare field. So I think that they were preparing me to become a physical therapist assistant. Um, and it's one of the best decisions I ever made and I've, I've never looked back. Um, and since I became a PTA, I actually also uh, became a certified lymphedema therapist and I am also a cancer exercise specialist, which um, all ties into the fact that I also am a woman surviving breast cancer. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, it's amazing how my career and my personal life kind of came together in that respect. Um, and I was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2015. And the same year I was diagnosed, I was supposed to go for um, to become an oncology rehab professional. And when I was diagnosed, my boss was like, oh, Corey, you don't have to go to that course. You know, it might be way too hard for you. And I actually told her, I was like, no, 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 no. Back the truck up. I am definitely going to this course. I may not be able to do it now because I'm going to be going through surgeries and chemo. But I said, when the next course comes available, I am going because this is what I'm meant to do. 
Oh my gosh. So amazing. It's so crazy how life has these surprises for us, isn't it? It, um, it is bizarre. Yeah. It is really bizarre. Yeah. I just got two chills. The first one came when you said you had wanted to be a physical therapist assistant since you were 15 years old and that you took the roundabout and you got there and you did it. And it's so awesome. Yes. And then, I mean, how crazy that you were going to go take this course yeah, for oncology I, and rehab and then, and then you were diagnosed and you know, you probably never would have imagined that that in your own personal journey, then you would have the opportunity to help so many. Um, well, that's that's true. That's so true. And it's been like it's 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 almost been where it was a calling for me to do this. Uh, and and I I am so empowered by the fact that um, I've gone through not everything that everybody's who has gone through cancer has gone through, but I know some of their journey. And so when they come to me, I can honestly and authentically say, I understand you. I understand yes. where you've been and I know how to get you to where you want to be. That's right. And there's so, such beauty in that. Um, really and there truly. Is- yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, so take us back to the beginning then. And, you know, a lot of this too, that we're going to put out there and sharing your story is also meant to empower and support women who might be in the beginning of their journey or at any stage um, with breast right. cancer or, you know, some other struggle in their life. But I would, I would like to hear a little more, Cora, about how it went when you were diagnosed and, you know, did you feel like you really had had to develop the strength to get through this or did you feel like it was already in you? Um, what were some of the emotions you experience. I'm, I'm sure we can all imagine many of them, but take us through a little bit of that with your diagnosis and how, how you did in the beginning stages. Well, I think I, I'm going to step back a little bit and kind of give you a, just a background of some of the challenges that life had given me prior to my cancer diagnosis. Absolutely. I, Please do. That will give you, yeah, that will give you kind of an idea of why I was able to face it the way I was. So and by the way, the, the questions that you sent were really thought-provoking. So I've definitely thought about a, a lot of this. So, um, But you talked about um, what challenges happened in my life. And the biggest challenge for me has been loss of my loved ones. Um, I lost my mom also when I was 21. So I know how you feel in that respect. Um, and I had been her caregiver before she passed away. She died of emphysema. And the reason I wanted to become a physical therapist assistant was one time when mom was in hospital, um, not able to breathe. She was, you know, having struggling for breathing and the physiotherapist in Ireland, because that's what they call them, came in. And I remember they did some chest PT and they made her go from being struggling to breathe to being more comfortable. And I remember in that moment thinking, that's what I want to do. I want to be able to lay hands on someone and make them feel better. Um, And and actually the physio taught me how to do topotment and a little bit of chest PT. So I would do that for my mom when she was having trouble breathing and struggling and try to get up that mucus. So Um, So mom, you know, she passed away when I was 21, but I did take care of her before she passed away. Um, So that I think gave me, um, it almost shaped me into the person that I am um, as a caregiver and as one always wanting to, to help others and to make others feel better. Um, And I've also, in terms of loss, I have um, been married and divorced twice, which 
is, you know, kind of like a death in a way. It's it's not exactly a death, but it's definitely a challenge right. and a struggle in life. Um, and also between the years of 2001 and 2011, I lost my father, my best friend Eileen to, to cancer, my brother Gabriel at 44 to a heart attack, and my sister Stephanie at 53 to diabetes. Oh, I'm um, so sorry. And then... I know. It's, and and then it's like a bad Irish ballad, I swear to God. <laughs> my is a bad Irish ballad. But then after that, I was diagnosed with cancer. And what I feel like is when, when I received the news that I had breast cancer, um, it's almost like all of those other challenges and struggles and learning to deal with loss and grief, they were all like these building blocks so that when the phone call came, I actually felt worse for my doctor than I did for myself. It was almost like, all right, here's another shite storm. I've yeah. got this. I can face this. That's, you know, I'm on top of this. So, um, and in, in Gaelic, my family name, Fahi, or in Gaelic, it's Oahi, um, it actually translates into English and the word means foundation. So I really feel like um, my family and my heritage and my ancestors gave me this really strong foundation um, to be resilient and to have that tenacity and to have the skills to be able to get through whatever poop storms that um, life sends my way. So um, the day I received the news I, I honestly, it didn't rock my world. Um, and I think again, it's because I had dealt with so much loss. I had the tools. I felt like I had the tools to face this and that I knew I could do it. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. I mean, just, I love the way that you put it, that your family and your ancestors gave you that foundation. And, you know, I, I really feel like that's what we're trying to do here with this podcast is to give yep. women the connection and the foundation to know that they do have that inner strength in there that they can access, you know, oh, yeah. and, and when, when the bad news comes or, you know, whatever it is that happens in your life that rocks you to the core, you can pull on that and, mm -hmm. and, and you can realize how strong you really are. And I, I agree too. I think that these things that we go through in life, um, they're in preparation for, you know, what our final test may be, you know? Right. We just have to learn from them. I think that's the thing that a lot of people, um, you know, they they face fears and sometimes they want to bury their head in the sand and their arse in the air like, like an ostrich. But <laughs> if we face them, if we can learn from what we've gone through, it's amazing what strength they can give us um, and those tools they can give us for anything else that comes down the road. Yes. Um, and, and one of the other things I was thinking about when I was writing, you know, answers to your questions or, or really thinking about your questions were, um, you know, the stereotypical fighting Irish. I think that really and truly I did, I was able to draw on that a lot through the last 10 years and in particular with this cancer diagnosis. Um, and I, I'm not sure if you knew this, but I actually um, was uh, quoted in Coping with Cancer magazine. No, I didn't. Well, they had done, again, social media is amazing. And these podcasts and all of the stuff we were talking about this earlier on, Gina, is 
um, social media and the communities that are out there are so inspiring and empowering to people. Um, so I was on one of the um, Coping With Cancer's uh, Instagram pages and they were asking, what would you say to somebody who was going through a cancer diagnosis? And I just wrote whatever I wrote. And then they contacted me and they asked me if they could actually um, put it in their magazine, their magazine that comes out, you know, quarterly. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not, really <laughs> sure. I'm not really sure why anybody would want to quote me, but uh, go ahead. And basically it was talking about strength and that we are all um, the strongest people that we know that, you know, we have to look ourselves in the mirror um, and we have to say, we are the strongest women, men, whomever that we know. And if you say it, you feel it, and then you are it. Yeah. Um, and then I wrote at the very ba bottom of it, I said, we all have the warrior within, and when faced with a battle, we fight. And again, I think that goes back to my, my heritage and the fight in Irish. It just seems to be um, innate and inherent in me to be able to do that. Right. Um, you know, and I, I know that there's some uh, school of thought out there that using fight and battle with cancer, um, maybe not the most appropriate words, but I think everybody's use of whatever words they use is what they need to do for themselves or they need to how they need to describe it for, for themselves. So for me, fighting and having that um, sense of being able to battle this was something that got me through it. Yeah, I can see how that would be so powerful. And I just I love this idea that we all have a warrior within. Um, yeah. I just I, you know, I think it just doesn't mean that we want to fight everyone we meet by any no. means. It just means <laughs> exactly. that we have that internal strength and perseverance and grit. And you know, all those yeah. things that we need when when life presents us with a challenge that that seems overwhelming you know exactly um yeah, yeah so definitely. yeah so take us forward now to where we are in the world currently with this pandemic okay. and I want to know how um facing cancer and accessing your inner strength and your inner warrior of course it prepared you for times like these how have you experienced COVID and you know how did you feel like you were um better equipped to handle if so well I think um I think a lot of cancer patients understand isolation and, um, you know, staying away from people when we're going through all of our cancer treatments. A lot of us have to because we will get sick. So I think, you know, a lot of cancer patients understand that that need to be distant and away from for a certain period in their life when they're going through that. Um, for me, thankfully, I'm five years out now. I, I um, celebrated my cancer anniversary April 23rd of this year for five years Yay. so that was wonderful Yay. yeah yeah I know um, and um, I work like I said in I work in a clinic an outpatient clinic um, and we're here in Maine um, I don't know if you've heard of Bar Harbor which an Acadia National Park in yes, the ice beautiful. it's kind of up there yeah it's up there and we've been really good up here we've had a um a great governor and a great CDC director, um, Dr. Shaw, um, who have really walked us through this um, and been very good at guiding us through this. So I think we were a little um, different than the rest of the states because we weren't having very many cases up here in this smaller county. 
but our hospital was preparing like everybody else was um, to be you know ready just in case the surges happened so um, there was uh, talk of shutting down our clinics because obviously we couldn't see patients um, unless it was an emergency but then what do you do with your therapist or what do you do with the people um, who are working in those clinics so I was offered um, the ability to cross-train and interestingly enough, enough a lot of my co-workers were like well Corey you shouldn't really be up on the hospital floor because you've had cancer and I made sure that I went through my oncologists and my you know doctors and talked to them about you know where is my immune system I'm feeling really good my blood work is really good I have five years out so I'm feeling like I can do this and they said at this stage and what I'm doing for treatment I was able to do that they felt that I was as safe as anybody else at this point to do right. that so yeah so I got cross-trained and I did work on the floor um, and for me it was really good to be able to do something I'm not sure I would have done so well if I had to stay at home and furlough or whatever and isolate because I'm I'm a giver I'm a caregiver I, I that's what feeds my soul um, so to be able to be helpful even though we didn't have you know cases just to be able to help people in the hospital to get what they need and to do um, something to be you know productive was really good for me yeah uh, I can imagine that. And I'm glad you had the opportunity to pivot. And, you know, yes. sometimes when people have the opportunity to pivot, they're afraid. Um, and yeah. even you would have had good reason to be afraid, but but you weren't. Exactly. And you jumped in and, you know, and I think probably that really did a lot for you in terms of getting through with your mental health and all of that um, to not be it, isolated. Because, this is, yeah, this isolation is so difficult. I'm really finding that with my, especially my elderly patients. It's just being alone yes. for all these months. My goodness, you know. It is. It's really hard. And the thing, the other thing for me that made me, you know, want to do this is I work with a wonderful group of people. And for the most part, people are married with children and they have families. I, I live alone, except for my kitty cat. Um, and uh, I felt like I was in the best position to be on the front lines because I was not going to be bringing something home to families and to children. And right. so I felt like it was really something that I wanted to do because I, I I would have preferred to be up there rather than some of my coworkers who had children or elderly parents or whatever. So I really felt like um, it was something that I, I needed to do and I wanted to do. Yeah, uh -huh. that is so giving and kind of you. And I'm, I, you know, I'm sure that everyone who came into contact with you was very grateful because you're clearly a light. Um, and speaking <laughs> of being a light, um, I want to go back um, just before we wrap up. I did want to touch. We had talked a little bit before we started taping about some of the quotes that are in your blog. And I, I do want you to tell listeners as well how to follow you, how to find your blog and, um, you know, how to be inspired oh, yeah. by your journey and use that to empower themselves in their own journeys. But I did want to go back and talk about this little quote and just get right. your perspective. And it really ties into lots of things that you already told us. But it's a powerful quote to me, especially at this time in our world with the pandemic and all the other issues that are going on. You quoted um, someone who said, grief does not change you. It reveals you. Um, can you talk just a little bit more about that before we wrap up, Cora? 
Well, I'm I'm definitely a person who loves quotes because, like I say, if somebody else has said it better than me, why not use that? Right. I love quotes um, too. Always, I'm a quote junkie. I always, <laughs> yeah, I always put quotes up, and and it definitely makes people think. But that one um, jumped out at me because grief happens to all of us. Um, we all grieve losses, or you know, whether it be loved ones, marriages. Um, loss of a job. Um, and it's how you respond to that grief that really reveals who you are as a person, I think. And we, yes. we all can make choices on how to do that. Um, and I just feel like for myself, you know, in the beginning when I lost my mom, I, I was only 21, so it was really hard to understand that loss and to be um, to be able to to deal with the tools to, to deal with that. Um, but as I grew older and I started to learn ways to deal with grief, I think I feel very proud of the way I've faced all of those losses because really when you do write it down or when I say it out loud, to people like you or to other podcasts, it really is pretty shocking the amount of people I've lost. I've lost most of my family. Yeah, um, I've buried most of my family. I've read at their funerals of all of my family. Um, and I'm 52. Wow. So I think the grief, it revealed who I was as a person. It revealed the strength I had and the resilience. And, um, I'm pretty proud of how I faced those challenges. Um, I try to learn from them still, and I still have lots to learn in life. I know I do, but um, but yeah, I really loved that that quote. I, I really jumped out at me, yes. and I actually found it. I found another one for you. Okay. Um, I found another one because I was thinking of how to end up the the um, the conversation, and it was by this gentleman called Alaric Hutchinson. Um, and I think it's uh, I think it's a great quote to again face any challenge, whether it be cancer, whether it be an other illness, whether it be a pandemic, whether it be what's going on in our world today, the social injustice and politics. Um, but what he said was, bravery is the choice to show up and listen to another person, be it a loved one or a perceived foe even when it is uncomfortable, painful, or the last thing you want to do. Uh, so good. And <laughs> it is amazing because the thing is that for the most part, some of us want to run screaming from the building when challenges come our way. And we need to try to be brave. We need to try to stand and listen and be kind to one another and be a good citizen of the world and just be brave yes. because we all have it. We all have that ability. Yes. And I think this is such a good point because it, it, being strong and being brave and deciding to stand there and, and get out of your comfort zone, it is a yeah. decision because all yeah. of us have that, that little part of us that is afraid and we want to run. Um, and oh, it's yeah. hard screaming work. From the building, like literally screaming from yes. the building. Definitely. Yes. So this bravery, I think too, can be chosen, like you said, and it can be practiced. Um, yes. And that's what we need right now in our world. We need brave people oh. who are willing to show up and listen to, to and each other. So much. And we, there are so many of them out there. 
um, yeah. really and truly. There's so many of us in, in this world that are brave. So, yes. Yeah. Such beautiful words, Cora. Thank you. So lovely. Uh, okay, so let's move towards just wrapping up and putting a few more positive vibes out there. And I told you I was going to do a little surprise rapid fire at the end to close us out, which I'm going okay. to do now. Um, and so I'm just going to ask you a couple of quick things and then we'll okay. wrap up. Um, All right. Before I jump into that, give us really fast how the listeners can find you and follow you and read your blog. Oh, right. So um, on Instagram, my handle is boob ambassador. <laughs> Hashtag boob ambassador. <laughs> um, and then, oh my God, I haven't been on WordPress in so long, but it's, I believe it's linked it's, on your uh, Instagram anyway. It's linked it on is. Instagram. It's linked, exactly. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I haven't done, I haven't put a blog up in a long time. So it's I'm still, it, and you know, you haven't, but it's still really powerful to read. I think for, especially for women who are facing breast cancer to read your words Thank and you. to, you know, sort of absorb your warrior um, attitude that you have. And it's just, it's really, I think it's really empowering. So um, I would, I, listeners, please go in and check it out, especially if you're, if you're facing cancer yourself, I think it's very powerful. So, all right, Thank now you. on to the positivity push. Here we go. Okay. Um, okay, Cora, name a yes. few simple things that bring you joy. Stand up paddleboarding, my friends, uh, my tribe, actually, my tribe, which includes my family and my friends. Um, sitting by the ocean, really sitting by the ocean and being by the water. I'm very much drawn to the water. Uh, love that. Chocolate. I love chocolate too. Chocolate. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, I, you know, I love stand up paddleboarding too, and we connect on this oh. as well, which I didn't tell you yet, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's something I love to do. I don't get to do it as much because I'm in Southern California near Los Angeles and there's not a lot of bodies of water near me oh. that are calm. I used to be, yeah. be really brave and go in the ocean more, but then I got tired of the sort of the heart thumping <laughs> craziness yes, of, of getting out there. Um, anyway, so we connect on that as well. Okay. Lovely. Thanks. Um, all right. Now we're going to complete the sentence. So um, this is going to go out to anyone who's listening right now. Um, And so complete the sentence for me, Cora. Never forget. That you are the strongest person that you know. Oh, so great. Never forget you are the strongest person you know. And remember what Cora said. Look in that mirror and tell yourself. And tell yourself that and say it and feel it. And then you become And you are it. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Beautiful. Um, Okay, very last one. Complete the sentence again, going out to the listeners. You can. You can get through this. You can get through anything. Yes, you can get through this. Whatever it is you're facing today, listeners, you can get through this. Um, Oh, Cora, thank you so much for being with me. I really appreciate you coming on. And um, I hope we will stay in touch and continue to collaborate for sure. Oh, definitely, Jean. And I really appreciate you reaching out and asking me. And um, I'm thankful for what you're doing to empower women, to empower others out there in the social media community. Your wellness 
and you know what you bring to the world is really amazing so thank you very much for doing what you do oh my pleasure um and thank you listeners for being here with us today and i hope that you'll carry this message forward with you and remember like cora said that you are the strongest person you know and also remember that bravery is really the audacity to be unhindered by fear and to just walk into your future with the freedom of the strength and the hope that we know you carry within um we hope that this this message inspired you today and makes you feel more hopeful for the future and we know that connected we can rise when